Hi, I'm Mistress Prime. I'm Tyler Matthews, and welcome to Ravens at the Crossroad. Yeah, yeah, it has. Uh, two years, not intentional. Um, give a little short explanation as to what happened here. Uh, COVID happened, well, uh, for starters. We were already mid-first season when COVID happened. So. Yeah, no. Uh, that led to some uh, employment issues that uh, led to me having to look for a new job. Uh, which thankfully I did find a new job, a better job, a significantly better job. I'm, I'm like a way better job. Yeah. Um, but stress kind of ate away at me up until that point, and sure. then the new job, which is phenomenal. Uh, there was a lot to learn. Right. So much to learn and pick up there. Um, and then, uh, thanks to the new job and the better. Just everything overall, I was able to purchase a house. So In California, that's actually pretty good. Yeah. Uh, it, it's real nice. We've got some property and uh, dogs love it. I bet. Yeah, so, the videos that I've seen, they look so happy. Yeah, they, they love uh, running around. And we have some wild animals that like to come visit. And <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, there were cows that were visiting. Yeah, well, we've also got bunnies and squirrels and all sorts of other stuff. That We have a roadrunner that likes to taunt our dogs. Okay, that's funny. Yeah, so he'll jump into the yard. They understand that he understands that those are not coyotes, right? I don't know if he does or not, <laughs> but he'll stand there, wait until the dogs see him, and then hightail it, jump to the top of the fence... Look back and then jump into the field next to our house. Oh, that's hilarious. It's it's great. Have you gotten that on video yet? Uh, I He's fast. Oh, okay. He is very fast. <laughs> um, that, that part of the cartoon is pretty accurate. Just watch out for falling anvils. Yeah, yeah. So let's talk about uh, our plans uh, going forward. Well, okay, so there's a couple things going on. Um one, we still have some unpublished work that we need to add of interviews we've done. True. And uh, we still have people that we had lined up for interviews that we're going to be adding to the docket of um, things that we've already got on the website. Okay. And uh, we've also got some events that we're talking about, barring something happening, <laughs> knock on wood right now. Uh, we're planning to go visit and be out in public again. Yep, yep. that should be really great. Uh, one of the events has actually something that you've been working on. Right, I've actually been working as the head of PR and marketing for a conference called The Gathering Paths. And uh, it's hosted by an organization called Between the Veils. Um, and they have built the event and the organization as being inclusive uh, and lending 
the platform to amplify some of the mi- more uh, minority type voices, mm-hmm. uh, but basically heavily leaning in on um, some of the communities that don't get as much amplification. Indigenous, uh, diasporic, um, native, but also all veins of polytheistic and magical practices. Okay. So everybody is is welcome to the event. It's a three three day event. Mm-hmm. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, August fifth, sixth, and seventh, and it's going to be in San Jose, California. And I'm really looking forward to it. But the time is really. Um, we're in crunch time now. Right, so. right. And that's at the Doubletree, correct? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and if you just go to betweentheveils.org, you can see information about the organization. If you want to register for the event, um, if you want to vend or sponsor, or if you're interested in um, uh, hosting a community site or advertising in the program. Okay, awesome. Uh, and then... Pagan Pride LA, <coughs> excuse me, uh, Pagan Pride LA is going to be back in their original spot. Yeah, that's going to be awesome. Uh, so that's going to be over at the Rainbow Lagoon in Laguna Beach, right next to the La- uh, Laguna Beach uh, Convention Center. Okay. Um, right by where the Toyota Grand Prix goes racing by. Oh, okay. I didn't realize that that was where yeah. that was at. Uh, you could see the Queen Mary from the location, but it's um, Sunday, October 2nd from 10 to 5. Okay, awesome. So those are the events that we plan to attend right now. Well, I will definitely be at the conference. Whether right. or not you're able to make it is a different story pending work. And then we'll also be at Pagan Pride LA. Yep. And uh, we're... Really kind of focusing on community rebuilding after kind of ourselves being split across, uh, doing Zoom meetings and things like that. Uh, so sick of Zoom meetings. Yeah. I mean, I'm grateful that, that that's a technology that we can utilize, especially given the fact that everybody had been in lockdown in 2020. Um, and the whole uh, landscape of how people stay connected has shifted. Yes. Um, you know, like I've been really fortunate that my husband, um, his company had him start working from home before the lockdown in 2020. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's still able to work from home. He can go in the office if he wants to, but it's just more convenient not having to have a commute, especially with gas prices these days. Right. Um, and it's pretty bad in California. I don't know about other states. I'd heard that the national average was $5 and it's almost 10 bucks a gallon out here. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous uh, how much. It's like I'm grateful I'm driving a hybrid, but even still, it hurts me uh, filling up my tank. Last time I filled it, with, and I was at a quarter tank, uh, almost sixty bucks, and that was getting Costco gas. Yikes! Yeah, no, we we almost never go anywhere. So yeah, I, I don't either. Uh, I've got essentially two D sessions that i go right. to um and occasionally i will go visit uh my husband at work okay yeah and that's that's about the extent of where i go and now i've come out here like oh, yeah uh i visited our local uh store uh dragon, dragon and the rose. rose yeah 
for the first time in since before I moved. Oh wow! Yeah, oh, I didn't realize that. Okay, it's been a really long time. They had an awesome pride candle there, so um, they actually were doing uh, donations for Pride Month. So it was a pride candle. Fantastic. And twenty five percent of the candle cost went to uh, donation. Nice, nice. So really cool, and that's kind of one of the ways that you can connect with a community. If you're looking for community or you're trying to reconnect, a lot of your metaphysical and pagan stores are going to be a great spot to centralize. They usually are the hub for their local area yeah. for community, for uh, either rituals, classes, or um, perhaps picnics sometimes, psychic fairs. But also a great way to network and meet new people, mm -hmm. and you know, through that you can probably find a group if you're looking for a group to participate in uh, seasonal rituals or whatever, or full moons, and um, you can also connect with just you know new friends. Yeah, yeah. Um, other events and organizations and stuff. It's I really think that in general supporting our local uh, pagan stores because they're small businesses. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's generally a, it's something that I encourage. So. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we have a lot in Southern California, though, so we're really fortunate. Out here we do. Yeah. Where I far. moved to. Not as many. No. Which is funny because there are actually a lot more pagans out that way than I realized. Yeah. Oh, I believe it. There's um, a lot more pagans than most people realize in all sorts of areas. Mm -hmm. But establishing a brick-and-mortar store itself is already difficult. Right. And when you're in a lower-populated area, it's definitely difficult to maintain. But, um, yeah, I, there's a lot more pagans in general than people realize. Yeah. my I am now equal distance from Dragon Marsh and Dragon of the Rose as far That's as... Funny. <laughs> Like, You're between the two dragons. I am between the two dragons. <laughs> and, like, I kind of was before where I was located. But now that I've moved further south, it's added about the same amount of time because that travel north ends up getting me. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, it was nice to go back and visit. Karen's always super awesome. Uh, She's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. No, and her store has been a really wonderful hub for Orange County. It really has. Um, she's always very warm. She's very welcoming. And she always contributes back to the community. So the fact that there was a, uh, a portion gets donated does not surprise me in the least. She does that frequently with a lot of stuff. Yeah, she has some special incense that she actually uh, donates to MAD for as well. Yes, and, well, that's a very... It's a very dear subject to her. Right. Um, but it just shows that it's not out of character for them to donate back to the community that they right. support. She's very supportive of the local area. Mm-hmm. And uh, they've been doing great business. Like it, it, it is very clear that they're doing well. And people show up there as in respect as the hub in this area. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. I mean, she's been around for, it's been more than 10 years. I'm not quite sure how many years now. I think 11, maybe 12, 12. I actually 12 know that. Years. Okay. Um, because I, I got 
to listen to the elevator pitch when somebody is asking about how long they were at that location. So that the location that they're at currently, they've been there for six years. Right. And uh, before that, they were off of uh, Edinger. Yes, in Santa Ana. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So besides local shops, though, um, where else can people kind of look? I mean, you've got Facebook, but if you're in the broom closet, you may not want to be joining... Yeah, I mean, uh, Facebook is, is good. Twitter is all, <laughs> it's an interesting community on Twitter. Instagram is a very popular place for people to connect. But um, there's also Reddit and uh, Discord communities. They're, I mean, these are all online things. Mm -hmm. um, but to meet people in real life, you can do a variety of things. I would say you could try Meetup. And even though I've been an organizer of Meetup for 20 years this year, um, I'm having minor issues with them. Slightly disappointed in the, they've been bought out yet again. So things have really changed. And um, it's harder for me to communicate. We've got nearly 600 members in my Meetup group now. And I'm apparently not able to reach a lot of, a lot of the members. Really? Um, so it, there's been a change in some way, and uh, I think when they uh, kept changing the website or whatever, they kept losing connection with the members. Right. And so there was a disconnect somewhere in there. Well, I can speak to that. I had that exact problem. Uh, I hadn't logged in for a while. I still liked getting some notices so I knew what was going on and at just some point I stopped getting them and then last week uh, I logged into Facebook which I barely do anymore saw that you'd post about the pagan meetup and I went and clicked to RSVP through that logged in and then I got every single notification <laughs> from the last time that I had logged in just flood to my phone so they do have some faults, but if you're looking for community, it's not a bad place to look. Um, Discord would be a good way if you're trying to build a community. Right. Um, a lot of younger people are used to using Discord. Uh, I don't know if you necessarily get a lot of... The older generation is not as fond of Discord. And when I say older generation, I mean like the older end of Gen X... And further than that, yeah, a lot of them are there. It's not common for them to utilize uh, certain like they would be on Facebook, right? And it's not necessarily that they don't want to, but looking back, that's just one more platform they're trying to get used to. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. It kind of sucks that Meetup's been making things difficult. I'm not happy about it. Um, I had high hopes for having a new company behind it, but they've shifted things, and I I get that it's for their benefit because they're you know they're looking to make money, right? But the established organizations and communities are are being kind of sacrificed. So eh, whatever, yeah, it is what it is. We, I could go on a whole rant about <laughs> yeah. meetup just from some of my experiences, but. So that's that's one of the several places, but you could also, I mean, I, normally I would have said Witchbox, but they folded uh, back in December 2019. Yeah. 
and since then I would say uh, places let's see I don't know if you can find community exactly through the wild hunt but it's definitely a resource and I would say also look at your events you can find events on Yelp believe it or not um, but attending events at your local pagan and metaphysical stores and uh, there's also TikTok. Yeah, TikTok. I mean, <sighs> it's a different. Okay, so it's just a different generation. Yeah, I have a love hate <laughs> feeling for TikTok because I have actually learned some stuff from people on TikTok. But then in the next breath, partially it's because TikTok's algorithm is kind sure, of sure. just, it, it doesn't know what to think. Like somebody goes off and says, hey, I'm pagan. And they go off and talk about something really cool and interesting. And then you've got somebody else that says, hey, I'm pagan. Here's how you summon a succubus to sleep with you. <laughs> I, I wish I were joking that that was. No, I believe you. I do. I, I... <sighs> But that, that's okay. what I'm saying is like right. you've got such wide variety of information that's sure. so easy to find. It's it's a wide variety, unfiltered, unverified, un. Um, you know, uncertain as to the validity of the information. Right. So, yeah, and it can be hard, especially if you're new. It, absolutely. And that's really what I was getting at is like when you visit those types of location or visit like TikTok or even Instagram. Instagram too. Um, take it with a grain of salt and potentially connect with somebody who may have some more information for okay, you. Okay, but it could be hard to distinguish right. whether or not they're legit in their uh, information or if they're a con artist. Very true. Um, one of the things... So then I usually tell people to start reading books. That's true too. Uh, <laughs> you've got a ton of them on Amazon. Right, but okay. So Amazon is not my go-to place. I get it. It's easy for people, but they're not my go-to place for books. My go-to place might be a Libris. But the first thing I'm going to do is I tend to go to goodreads.com. Ah, okay. And the reason I go to Goodreads for a couple things. One, you will read all kinds of user reviews about different books. You can look up books based off of their topic. You can look it up based off of the author. Um, and then you can also read about the authors. Mm -hmm. But the really cool thing about the site is if you pull up a book and you go into the, the page for the book, in there it'll show you all the different locations that you can purchase the book or the libraries you can find the book. Okay. So a couple different places you can get the book might be... Um, you know, it might be Amazon. There's a link for Amazon usually, but then you could find the audio versions perhaps if they have one available and all of the smaller local bookstores that you can purchase from. And it might not even be your local bookstore, but it is a local bookstore. Mm. And so then you're helping support a mom and pop shop. Awesome. Okay. Which I personally am a big fan of. Yeah. So why? Why, why are you doing this? I have a cat climbing a a set of shelves at like a ladder and I don't know why they're suddenly deciding this is the thing to do but probably because they can show off in front of Tyler because they're cats yeah. that's what they do yeah uh, one of the things I was going to mention is um, 
if you've got somebody going off and saying, oh, here's how you do a glamour spell, like instantly change your look or things like that, or levitate, um, all magic has a cost. And this is something that our friend Paula says. It does. I mean, there have, uh, okay, not everybody believes that. Mm -hmm. But a lot of people do, and that there's always a give and take. Right. So if you're going to to take something, be prepared to give something in return. Right. So depending on what it is, will depend on how much you might, how much or what. Right. You have to give in return. Yeah, and that's. I'm glad to see that that we're actually seeing more people on those social media platforms kind of call out. They're kind of policing themselves at right, this point. The community is starting to come around and go, hey, 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 you know, if you're going to tell people this, you should also back it up with this piece of information that you conveniently neglected to right. share. Um, sometimes, but not always. No, but I, I will say that, you know, I didn't expect that. Oh. Okay. I did not expect um, as much of a positive, hey, this isn't the whole story or this isn't this is dangerous don't do this i didn't expect that as prevalent as it's been and i will say i've been impressed all right well that's cool yeah so definitely getting back to the community aspect of it there are resources if you're looking um i think still number one is connecting with your local metaphysical or pagan shop but not every location has that i i know like we are super lucky in southern california to have the plethora of stores that we do orange county alone has like uh when i did a count lately it was somewhere around 15 jeez i was thinking like six and or seven orange county is the tiniest county in the whole state right but i mean that being said you think about like san bernardino county which is right around the corner just in the city of Long Beach alone, I think there's like four or five. Okay. I, I'm just thinking some of the more... Uh, and I'm not even including like the, the you know, metaphysics, new age only stuff necessarily. I'm mm-hmm. talking about, you know, some metaphysics, but definitely some magical practicing stuff. Right. So, I mean, okay. they're all not quite as hardcore, say, as uh, Dragon of the Rose or uh, Eye of the Cat in Long right. Beach. Right. But um, there are some that definitely cross, you know, between the here's where I can make money. Because let's, let's face it, it's easier to be sort of, um, um, you know, new age, which is a little more acceptable, a little mm-hmm. more crossover between communities and less, um, less opposition and right. a greater chance of having walk-in traffic and bring money. But, uh, you know, the ones that are like, we are a pagan store, we practice witchcraft, you know, out in California, there's a lot of those. Right. Um, and, like, I grew up Midwest. Not as much. Not as much. And they're just now starting to bridge that gap from, uh, you know, oh, we sell crystals in our store and right. that's it. <laughs> To actually being metaphysical, and they talk about, uh, you know, chakras and uh, astral projection and things like that. They're not touching. They, they don't say witchcraft yet because that's yeah. still very taboo. I mean, but you know, I know that Detroit has a definite like hardcore pagan witch community. 
So I wouldn't be surprised if there are more, pro- you know, cropping up all over the right. the Midwest area um, as you get further, like maybe further south and um, further even west of there. I, I definitely think further west. Um, moving, moving south, you run into kind of what people in the area will call Bible Belt Revisited. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so th- you have people that are very cautious and so they'll lean heavily on that metaphysical piece. Sure. Um, I have met witches from the Midwest who will label themselves as healers yep. or, uh, anything other than witch essentially. Sure. And I get that, you know, plenty of people are still in the broom closet. Mm-hmm. It's an unfortunate fact of our society that not everybody can be completely out for various reasons. Right. And I think we've talked about that before. We have. So when you start looking for community, maybe keep it an open mind as far as titles that people might have. Don't necessarily be like, oh, you have to be a witch as far as title. Well, okay. So nowadays it's really important, uh, especially for, <laughs> I feel so old when I say this, younger generations to have identity banners. And I'm not opposed to identifying yourself as one thing or another. Um, but I know that some will say, well, I'm a witch, so everybody should be able to, you mm-hmm. know, if they are, that's not all the way across the board. And especially when you talk to my generation and older, some folks are still not out of, out in the open about right. who they are and what they do, but they still know their shit. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like they've been practicing for 40, 50 years. They know their shit, but they just keep it on the down low. Right. Uh, I met actually one of my husband's grandma's friends. Okay, that's a long connection. Okay. She came out and visited for a while with his grandma. And she she knew her stuff. She was a full-on garden hedge witch. Nice. Like, full-on. But when I said list as a healer, she has a business as a healer. Yeah. Okay. And she does readings for people, Mm -hmm. but she keeps it in the confines of where they are comfortable with it. Right. Um, Like, she does uh, readings where, I forget what it's called now, Um, Kat's kind of derailed the thought, but she will actually hold, like, an item or teach you to hold an item and uh, have you watch your movements to see what kind of... You're essentially a human uh, pendulum. Oh, interesting. And she does readings for people on things in their life based on that. Now, is this a business for her? She d- she runs it out of her home. Okay. And she's one of those old, uh, like, smokes two packs a day. <laughs> I love it. Healers. <laughs> but she knows her stuff. Nice. And I'm just like, thinking back on it, I'm like... Holy smokes. Like, she does crystal healing and all this other stuff. That's cool. But she won't call herself a witch because in her community, the moment that word comes out of somebody's mouth, right. it's, it's game neg- over. Yeah, it's got a negative connotation and, uh, you know, right. But, you know, there's an interesting thing, and I, I'm not sure if we've completely touched on it, but there's this, since the pandemic is when I've really noticed it, mm-hmm. but there is a huge divide between generations now. 
And I think the pandemic just sort of made, like, I think that was always there a little bit. Right. But I feel like the pandemic increased it and focused it. Mm. So you have all of your tech savvy, you know, pagan community folk. Right. And then you have the older generation uh, that tend to be a little less tech savvy. Right. And so now when you're talking about how do you find community? Well, these communities have become divided and not intentionally or anything. It's just now they're finding it hard to connect and there's they're lacking a way to find middle ground. And that, I think, is a big part of it uh, is finding that middle ground. Um, just in general uh, with community. Right. Um, and you don't just see it in the pagan community, unfortunately. I've seen it in the queer community as well. Really? Yeah. Um, your younger generation, uh, speaking from being a gay man. What? You're gay? I've only talked about my husband a half dozen times in this episode alone. Um, but you have a lot of people who are younger than me who don't understand why somebody might be in the closet still because it's it's not something they've necessarily had to experience right exactly um what was i watching i was watching something really re oh we were watching uh so every friday night i do an online movie night with a group of friends been doing that since the pandemic lockdown began mm -hmm. so um last friday we watched fauci okay the documentary right and they were talking about what it was like in the 80s with the AIDS epidemic mm -hmm. and and how things had shifted with um, the care that the community um, was dealing with and the um, the prejudice and the hate that they were facing and how people treated them and how the government and um, a lot of church groups were you know, like uh, protesting and failing to meet the needs of this community and address the pandemic. And then how things had shifted over the years. But basically what was going on was Fauci was doing his thing working and the community was angry because the reality was there was no communication between the two of them. Right. Until Fauci went and sat in an ACT UP meeting mm -hmm. and then started asking questions and communicating directly with the community. And so I kind of feel like there's a similarity in the disconnect. Right. Where, um, you know, you've got the young generation that are like, you know, hey, we're still doing this. Why is it a problem for you guys? And the older generation is like, hey, well, we have this whole history. And why haven't you learned our history? Right. Um, so there needs to be a, everybody come to the table and have a communication, just discuss it out meet in the middle but learn about it mm -hmm. um, learn about each other because there are things that the younger generation can still teach the older generation oh, absolutely um, about, about a lot of things but I have to say from my perspective knowing how things were in the in the 80s when I was a teenager and growing up to how they are now I'm super encouraged impressed and hopeful seeing how much more open a lot of the um, LGBTQIA plus community is handling themselves being a lot more forthcoming, a lot more accepting, a lot more open. Um, it's just really encouraging to me. And I love seeing that compared to how it was when I was a kid and 
you know, remembering adults, uh, you know, insulting other adults about, you know, well, they thought that they were gay. Or the kids and how they would bully another kid thinking that they were gay. And that was still the case 20 years ago. And I know that. But it's, it's, and it's still not, it's not that it's gone away. I just don't see, I don't see in general that much. It's not as prevalent. It used to be just everywhere. Right. Um, But now it's a handful of cases in certain areas. It's become more accepted in general by the younger generation right i mean there's still obviously issues like all of the anti-trans anti-gay bills that are trying to be passed and um stuff like that but um i'm just encouraged because every time i get onto tiktok or instagram or anything and i see young uh young members of the community talking about themselves and i don't know there's just so much love yeah it's it's definitely better. I do think there's room to grow, not just outside the community, but in the community as well. Um, some of that comes from maturity, mm-hmm. I think. Right. Um, but that's a lesson I think we can take into the pagan community as well. Agreed. Uh, is going off and trying to communicate and understanding that not everybody's going to share the exact same beliefs and views as you when it comes to how to practice and how that all works right there is no one way no and but here's the thing so a lot of the older generation they were taught to keep it in the broom closet Mm -hmm. and the younger generation like the gay community are like we're out we're loud we're proud Mm -hmm. totally fine the older generation needs to learn that younger generation are doing what we always wished we could do right you know from the get-go and the younger generation needs to take a lesson into learning their history of the community and why the older generations had to be quiet and then don't shame them no and i think that's a big piece of it is like save the shame for somebody else because they don't need it they they've lived a lifetime of it for a lot of them right uh, and it's build the community, don't tear it down. Exactly, exactly. And I'm just saying that they can they can grow with each other together going forward. Absolutely, absolutely. It, it, stronger together than apart. Exactly. There needs to be more unity mm-hmm. in general. So. And we would like to take a moment to thank you for joining us on our first episode of season two. Thank you so much. Blessed be. Blessed be.